Welcome to the first episode of the That Girl podcast. Super excited to be sitting down today with Amel Amin, one of Qatar's female serial entrepreneurs and fashion tycoons. Amel Amin. Good morning. I'm super happy we're finally doing this. Um, believe me, I'm happy more than you. We tried to do this like around a Since month ago, ever, but yeah. your schedule just doesn't allow for us to sit down. Totally. Um, so True. I'm really happy we're doing this today. It's a Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. What would you usually be doing at this time of the day? Sleeping, to be honest. Sleeping. I'm not I a know. morning person. I know. I felt like I was putting you out of pressure. I'm like, Amel, please, 9.30. <laughs> so thank you. And we just did it. I'm so glad. <laughs> Now you know what you can do. Of course. Now you know it's, you're capable. Uh, and then for our viewers and our listeners, I just want to give them a little bit of context on how we first met. Okay. Um, so, Emil, when you were studying at VCU, I was working there. I was in charge of marketing, but our paths didn't cross too much then. That's And true. then a couple of years ago in India... Our Correct. favorite place in the world, yes. Lila Palace. Exactly. Chef Jolly, hi if you're watching. <laughs> um, we were having breakfast. Actually, he's the one who put us together. Exactly. In a way or exactly. Another. We were having breakfast, and I see this beautiful girl there with her <laughs> lovely long hair. I'm like, is she a Kuwaiti singer or actress or something? And then we look at each other, and then we smile. That's true. And then Chef Jolly comes over to me. Uh, Madame, Madame Shepherd, you don't know uh, Amal Amin from Qatar? I said, yes, I know that name. <laughs> and then he comes over to you. He says something about me, and then we just It's such a chatting. small word. Yeah. And, and then I remember that day you went about your day, I went about my day, and then we sat in the garden that uh, night together and we just talked about life. Oh, it was everything. such a lovely time. It's like a quality beautiful. time. That's what they call the beautiful, quality time. Beautiful. And then, so you've been pretty busy since 2007 graduating. Oh, very busy. <laughs> uh, your website is just full of companies and initiatives and so many things. Mm, that's true. Um, tell me a little bit about them. What you did when you, the, you first left VCU, what happened? Yeah, uh, actually I graduated from VCU uh, in 2007. Yep. And I started to work from my little office at home as mm-hmm. a freelancer mm-hmm. using all my network and my... Uh, uh, before that, you did a double major. You did interior no, and... No, I did no, just interior design. Just interior, okay. Yes. So when you started that little office at home, what were you doing? Interior, interior design. design. Okay. Correct. So I started to contact all my friends, family, and network, marketing myself. Yeah. And, you know, uh, what's benefiting me as Amal, when I was at school, I used to do a beautiful art as well. Mm-hmm. And, like, my work was outstanding. Yeah. So I've been When you known, say art, do you mean painting? Do you mean uh, art? Like, in space planning and, okay. and paintings as well. Okay. Like, in uh, everything that belongs to arts. Yeah. And do you think you got that from your mom? Your mom's an artist. Of course, it's in our DNA. So (laughs) it's there from the beginning. But of course, you need to work on it. You need to develop it. So yeah, so So, let's go back. You started tapping into your network. Yeah, tapping into my network, promoting myself and my work. And was that residential um, interior design or commercial? Both. Both. I did both because I remember I did uh, one of the Jazeera children channel office. Mm the manager, the GM, so it was commercial, it was office design. And I did a lot of, couple of offices and yeah. some uh, uh, commercial projects, and mostly residential projects yeah. as well. And back then, were you, would you say you were one of the first Qataris that like had an interior design company back then, one of the first graduates from VCU? Yes. Yeah? Yes. 
But by then, I didn't have my office. I worked from home yeah. for two years. And then I started my office. I love this approach. I think, you know, too many people offer supply before demand. So you were building up the demand. Yeah, because it's not only building up the demands because you need to learn. Yeah. And life is your school. Yeah. Yeah. With all my respect, you st- yes, you graduate. I graduated from VCUQ, one of the best university over the world in yes, art. Yes. But, you know, the real life, the real project is experience. another experience. Yeah. So, um uh, that's what's bent me, and I learned from it a lot. Okay, so 2007, then you're doing the interior design from home for two years. Yeah. Then? I start, like in parallel, I started to find my office. Yep. Uh, I rented one, and we were just three employees. It was just me, uh, one designer, and the GM. Mm-hmm. And we started from that office. Okay. And by the by time we got we got bigger. So like you started in interior, but we know you as this fashion tycoon. Oh, that's. <laughs> so what was the detour from interior to fashion? How how did that come about? You or know, was that just something you've always loved fashion? I always loved fashion, and um, I took a lot of elective classes in university yeah. in fashion, okay. yeah. but not as a major, but in elective. Uh, classes and you know to me fashion is a passion yeah uh, I always wanted to create my little boutique mm-hmm. since I was like a little girl I used to travel with my family and I always get amazed by the beautiful boutiques in Europe yeah that uh, has like beautiful lovely dresses and um, high-end accessories clutches and stuff so I always wanted to to have my own and then in two and of course back then we still didn't have the shops and stuff that we have now in Doha. It was yes, still difficult yes, for people yes, to get. Yes, and no, but you know, for me, I, I, what makes let's say La Boutique Blanche is successful mm-hmm. because I did a lot of research before opening that boutique. Okay. Uh, you need to look for the gaps or what the needs. So I realized that a lot of people looking for either small sizes mm-hmm. or the extra large sizes yeah, we have a lot of especially in, 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 in weddings you know and yeah. nightgowns so uh, at that time people used to travel to buy their dresses yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they have a wedding so I make it here okay let's take a step back <laughs> so you got that interior design company and yes. then boutique blanche like how was the idea born well the, the idea was born in 2011 mm-hmm. I was looking for a lot of brands from all over the world yeah. and actually my idea was to bring uh, to host a, uh, the whole world under one roof okay. so we started to bring uh, brands from Paris Milan Madrid Brazil India Istanbul all over the world love it yeah. And then you were running the interior design in parallel to boutique. Oh, of course. Running, yeah? Oh, yes, of course. How did you manage to divide your attention? Well, it's not easy once you, uh, once you, you love what you're doing, yeah, you know, course. and everything belongs uh, under the umbrella of art. Yeah. So you're working, like even my shop, it has like a fit out. Yeah. So I did the concept of La Boutique Blanche yeah. as a boutique. Yeah. And then uh, by, uh, with the dresses, it's just a selection. And if you have a good taste. Yeah. Which you do. <laughs> <laughs> so you're then kind of marrying all your passions together. All my and passions all your, together. And your, and that's amazing. And I'm sure that you must have an amazing support network around you to, to do all these businesses, a good team. Well, yes. Th- that, that's happened with time. Yeah. Yani, uh, in 2011, I didn't have the 
the right networks as today because you build this network during yani, uh, the time yeah. during all these years and all right so then you wanted to bring all the countries under one label yes. under one roof yes. um, tell me if you have this big passion for fashion how come you've never considered your own label well because actually i have a lot on my shoulders yeah. like i have this idea from yeah. long time ago but to be honest um, this is a this is by its own it's a big project yeah. because as you know if you started the fashion brand you need to be committed for the four seasons yeah. you need the time you need the capacity you mm-hmm. need the the right uh, resource to get the fabric you need the right people to do the mastering and you know uh, to uh, to create these beautiful uh, patterns and uh, so i really need time to do that but what makes me very pleased and and happy because a lot of international brands get inspired by me wow. so there is a lot of international labels uh, coming to you for coming to me for no they 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 already designed their own collection Based under my name amazing. like smv and malni and a lot of uh, uh, different brands amazing. so Um, Emel, if we have, let's say, a fresh graduate from VCU or someone else that's a, a, a local designer mm-hmm. and they are considering starting their own label or mm-hmm. doing what you did, okay. what would your advice to be to them? Would you think that they, where, where, how should they start? Uh, they have to start with, first of all, they have to work with something they really love. Yeah. You know, when I went to VCU, not just to get uh, uh, the bachelor's degree, because I just need a bachelor's degree to get a job or something. I was there because I was in love with the, with the school and with, with the art itself. So And you would have to be, because back then, yes. I remember VCU, the students, they were so dedicated. They used to stay late, late at night, late, 12 o'clock late. at night. They'd That's be very true. DJs. That's I remember, very true. Like, if you, you knew a VCU student was yeah. dedicated. And for me, it was even... Um, uh, like double efforts because I graduated from governmental school yeah. and most of the la- the girls of my colleagues yeah. they came from English school yeah. so yeah. I used to do twice yeah and how did you do that what were you doing were you reading were you watching I was reading I was uh, studying extra I used to have like Uh, my uh, schools, uh, my teachers at schools like that's support amazing, all the time. Dedication. So yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Going back to the girl Emil that's sitting at home and yes. wanting to start her own business. So someone might say, well, you know what, Doha is really oversaturated right now. We have so many boutiques. The malls are just full of dress shops, but mm-hmm. she really wants to do this. She's like, I know if I just open my store, people are going to come. What would your advice be to someone like that? Well, if she wants to start something, something should be very unique. Yeah. We go back to study the markets yeah. and fill the gap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's true. So. Um, and I think also just knowing that she's going to have to put that extra effort to do something different as well. Mm-hmm. Be willing to, to, to put that extra effort. That's in. a must. Yeah. And, you know, she really needs to do the extra effort. Um, definitely, she needs to come up with a very unique idea. And she needs to do the visibility study. Because what I noticed lately from a lot of people who yeah. started with, they start from scratch, like, yeah. which is good. You, yeah. It's good to start from scratch, yeah. but you need to have the study behind that. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot just start a business without figures or numbers and getting the the, the, the best scenario out of it and the worst scenario as But well. But we have been seeing, Amal, and I know you know those people and I know them too, 
that they are still continuing even in the businesses, even when they're losing a lot of money. Okay. They refuse to shut them down. There is a lot of people like well, that too. Well, it's good to continue yeah. if you have a vision. Yeah. Because you know what happened now during... It's all about the end goal. It's all about the end goal. Yeah. So if you have a vision, fine, you can continue. But uh, there is like an Arabic phrase saying, uh, you know, sometimes if you stop this bleeding, yeah. it's like you're winning and then yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, Amal, who did you turn to for when you were starting these businesses um, for uh, business advice, mentorship? Who was there to guide you? Well, to be honest, no one was there. Because even my family, they were afraid mm -hmm. and they were trying to uh, to back me off and they were like, just relax, go get a job, um, you know, safe the, side. Class, the safe side. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, there is a lot of characters that it builds in the person, like yeah. the leadership, yeah. you know. And since I was like a, a school girl, I had. This I, had, I had this drive, yeah. so yeah. no one was uh, there to be honest, but I followed my heart. Yeah, but that's really brave. Like 2007, like when it would have been easier to get a job back then, graduate from VCU. No, actually, that was uh, 2004 when I graduated. Was it 2004? Yes. Why are always 2007 in my head? <laughs> I yeah. um, and then started the business in 2007. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a brave thing to like, you know, just go through your networks, contact people yes. and just for them to, uh, you know, give you a chance and, mm -hmm. and, and do that. Looking back, how do you feel about that? What you did, what you've accomplished? Well, I think that the best thing I did, because at that time I wasn't thinking what I'm getting in return. Yeah. Always I was like looking for us to prove myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I charge really, really low. And sometimes, you know, if you charge very low, they don't trust you. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who advised you on these things? How to do contracts? How to Well, because I told you the from pricing. the beginning, like I contacted my network who used to work in VCU, some yeah. of the faculty, some of the staff, yeah. the admins who moved to Qatar Foundation in different directions. Yeah. So people who knows exactly my work. Mm -hmm. You know, because in every exhibition there is something that belongs to Amal Amin. Even a sofa Mashallah. or a lighting fixture or, or a space planning yeah. or painting, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, just art that does talk about itself. Yeah. Um, Amal, we've mentioned the word network a couple of times yes. now. And there is a, a saying they say in English, your net worth mm -hmm. is uh, equal to your network. Yeah. So we know it's important to, it to have connections, True. to make um, good relationships mm -hmm. with people. To someone that's sitting at home or listening now and they're like, but you know, I have no contacts. I don't know anybody. Like, how do I even start to begin to get to know people? Like, what would you say to them? Well, uh, I go back and say that, that that comes from the nature of the person. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. If he's social or yeah. not. Yeah. So, um, you're a very social person, mm -hmm. Shifan. I know mm -hmm. that about you. Mm -hmm. I, I'm the same. Yeah. So uh, it's by nature. It's by nature. We get blessed by loving people, and yeah. people love us back. Yeah. And we got friends everywhere, yeah. every part in, uh, in this world. Yeah. So um, regardless from business, yeah. yeah. Like I'm talking about Shiva, the human, the yeah. person, yeah. the 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 the. the, the yani, you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. So Amal, Anna, I couldn't agree more on this point with you because. You know, even 
it's got to be genuine, yes, right? Yes, it's got genuine. To, it's got to be it's genuine. genuine. And it's got to be too genuine. many people I'm seeing, they just get introduced to someone, uh, maybe on the second or third time, they're asking for a favor. Can I have this? Can I have that? True. And I'm like, you haven't earned enough grace with that person to I ask totally for that. Agree. I'm shy. I couldn't even yeah. like, dare to do I that. I totally you know? agree. So it just happened by nature. Yeah. And uh, people, if, if, if you're very connected to a lot of people and yeah. you're keeping this relationship for, for many years yeah. because you're being yourself, you're being real. It's the most beautiful thing in life. You have to be real. You it's know what I mean? It's the most beautiful thing in life. It's like, you know, when you've built that trust, and I know you've done of that. Of course, with, you with, need to build that trust. You, you built that trust, and someone's just like, okay, my home is your home. My shop is your shop. Just, you know, it's a blind trust. Yes. And it's not easy, and it takes time. Yes. And it's got to be genuine. That's, that's very true. Yeah. So, uh, and then what's next for Amal Amin? What's coming up next? <laughs> well, you know, I'm reconsidering Amici de Moda, my boutique that I yeah. used to have at Al Hazm, and I shut it down during COVID-19. Uh, and I'm reconsidering the boutique to and reopen it with mm -hmm. a new facelift in Blas Vendome, inshallah, very soon. That's the new mall in Lucille, right? Yes, correct. Okay, when is that opening? Well, um, they've been informing us that uh, it's going to be open by the end of tw uh, 2021. The usual delay stories. I, ho I <laughs> hope. I hope they can do it. So, are you ready though from your side? Yeah, my contractor is working on the site already, yeah. and I'm very excited. That's so exciting. So, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Or okay, like Amici de Moda was a very unique boutique at Al Hazm yeah. for haute couture, and we do have like like 14 brands, uh, very high end brands from all over the world. And um, during COVID, we shut it down, as I mentioned. Yeah. So, and now I reconsider to open Amici de Moda because, you know, Amici de Moda is a very unique concept. Mm -hmm. And I won a lot of uh, prizes from all over the world. Like, I've been, uh, it, it's been nominated in Beirut and uh, New York, Paris, and London. I get a lot of awards because of Amici. So I really want to keep that uh, boutique. So I'm going to reopen Amici de Moda in uh, a different way. So we did a facelift of the concept of the boutique. So it's going to be like a mini department store, okay. a place where you enter and you can purchase very niche perfume, wow. very niche makeup, uh, lingerie, ready to wear, uh, caftans, we, abaya. Can we get that? Yes, too? definitely, yeah. definitely soul. <laughs> you can have soul. And uh, we we'll still have uh, the, the night guns uh, collection, haute couture section, and bridal. So, so that's everywhere. all going to be hopefully by the end of the Inshallah. year. Inshallah. Inshallah. I'm working so hard. Inshallah. You're always to working hard. Um, you've had major exposure to fashion brands around the world, yes. like you mentioned, India, Brazil. True. What? Who are your favorite brands? What do you like to wear? Are you particular or is it if you just no. see something? Anna, I, uh, I wear whatever I fall in love with. Yeah. It doesn't matter which brand or which price. Yeah. And you're brave. You're brave with color. I'm and very brave it, with yeah, color. Yes. Yeah, I love it. That's true. <laughs> Um, Emma, look, tell me, what, what, what's the future? Are you looking forward to be a mother in the future, a family? How do you feel about family? Well, of course. Yeah? <laughs> Inshallah. Watch course. this space. <laughs> 
Well, like, this is like in destiny. It's in God's hands. Yeah, so of course, of course. I, I believe in God. And I like, always say, Amel, um, never our timing, no, his timing. No, Had to even for this interview, right? Oh, it's yes. never our timing, it's, never it's his timing. It's his when timing. it's meant to be, and it's the it's most be. beautiful time. Of course. Whenever it is, it's the most beautiful time. So. Of course, of course. Amel, do you think someone needs to wear expensive brands to be considered fashionable? Not at all. Because you are the brand. Yeah. You can wear Zara and you look like a million dollars. Absolutely. Would you, when and you. It's go- all about styling. Yeah. It's not about the brand, it's about how you style it. Yeah. And would you, Mathalan, when you travel around the world and like go to markets, would you pick something up from a market? Of course. Wear- yeah. Of course. I love I that. love to do that. <laughs> okay, Amal, as we said, you started the business 2000, you graduated 2004, business 2007, Correct. 14 years. What's been your biggest challenge, either in your personal life or in the business? Well, uh, and you can't say COVID, right? Well, I'm going to just say expect uh, the unexpected. Yeah. And COVID, one of them. Yeah. What about any challenges dealing with people? Well, that's uh, you need another session. Oh, that's, okay. You need another session to, to talk about <laughs> and that. So yeah, yeah, but you know, we learn from this life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we learn a lot from this life. You know, today, you know, bad people smell, so I know them. Yeah, from the first five seconds, I really? know. Really? So you think oh, yes. you've become a lot oh, yes. better judge oh, yes. of character yeah. just from your experience? From my experience. You have a big heart, Amal. I feel like you want to be I, nice and trust everybody. I, I know, but no, you cannot trust everybody. Yeah. I used to trust everybody because you always think that people, they act like you, the same you. How do you, you know, if you love someone, you think that they, they love you back. If you trust someone, you think that they trust you back. But life is not... So are you saying now that your strategy is you let people earn their trust with you? Of course. Yeah. And they need to go through phases. Yeah. And, but you know, it's, it's strange sometimes you think that it's, it's about situations, right? You could know someone for 20 years, mm-hmm. but no situation arises that's where you have true. to test their trust. But that's in, in, in friendship part. Yeah. Now we're talking about business. Yeah. So it's totally different. Yeah. And do you always back yourself up with lawyers and contracts? Of course, and definitely. I know a lot of people definitely. make this mistake. Uh, yeah. I've seen a lot lately. Yeah. Even if I'm working with my sister, I'm going to do that. Absolutely. So it's Good. the ABC. <laughs> you heard it from Emel. Yes. I mean, even if she's working with her sister, yes. she will have a contract. Yes. Um, Emel, part of your work, you know, you're in the public a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you attend a lot of shows. You have a lot of, mashallah, self-confidence. And I think it comes naturally to you. Yeah. Do you think this is something someone can learn if it doesn't come naturally to them? Of course they can learn. They can coach themselves because, you know, your self-confidence... Oh, they can get a life coach. Of course, <laughs> definitely. is is very important. Like, you, you cannot function. If, I, if you don't trust yourself, I can't trust you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As, as simple as that. I think part of like being able to trust yourself is to get to know yourself. Of course. A lot of people don't take the time these days to sit down and get to know themselves. Who am I? Who is You Emma? need to coach yourself. What, yeah. You need to know exactly what do you want. And what you're good at. And what you're good and at. And what you offer, what you bring to the table. And people just, just see through life. They don't take the time to sit down and really get to know themselves. How do you have a relationship with someone? How do you love someone? You can't love someone without if knowing them. Of course. They tell us in our religion, Mathalan Islam, love Rasul. 
How do you love him if you don't know the seerah? Yes. How do you know him if you don't exactly. love the stories and how he acted, how he I was totally with people? Agree. So I, I really think it's very important to develop this relationship very with ourselves, important. to have self-confidence. Very important. Amal, thank you so much for sitting Thanks down with to you, me Shifa. today. Honestly, I'm so grateful. I know how busy your schedule is. <laughs> so I'm super grateful it's that you did this. It's a pleasure to be part of this. And, and thank I you for hosting me. I cannot wait to see the new stuff that's coming up for you by the end of the year. Let's hopefully <laughs> that it's not delayed like Doha style. <laughs> thank, you, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shifa. Thanks for listening. I hope you got some useful takeaways. Remember, your net worth is your network. I'll see you again real soon for another episode of That Girl.